Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is an apostrophe podcast production. Here's one little question that has no simple answer. How does being alone bring us closer? My name is Peg Fong. I'm a journalist and an educator. Come join me as we explore loneliness together. To touch someone is one of the few sensations that can only be done in person. We can listen to others, as we are doing right now. If we were to turn on our video cameras, we could see each other. Most of our other senses can be done at a distance. Smell, sight, hearing. But touching someone requires our presence. So does the absence of it fuel our loneliness? Social distancing has eliminated our ability to touch anyone except those within our bubble. Greetings and goodbyes no longer begin and end with touching, whether in a handshake or in a hug. This lack of touch is an ache for many, a physical reminder of our aloneness. To touch something or someone is to be touched by something or someone. And that is both a gift and a curse. I, Marilyn Reed, affirm that I will act proficiently at all times. This includes the well-being of my client will be my primary consideration during the cuddling session. I will not include nudity or sexual services in my cuddling sessions. If in my judgment the client would be harmed emotionally by ongoing professional cuddling sessions, 
and will discuss other options to integrate touch into their lives with them. This is the oath taken if you want to be a member of the Canadian Association of Professional Cuddlers. Marilyn Reed, its president, is a practicing lawyer who advocates for children, and she works as a cuddler on evenings and weekends. She says the oath is meant to educate clients about the job. The ethic of a professional cuddler is essential because you have vulnerable people oftentimes, and even if they're not vulnerable, you're having a connection that is created. So it would be so easy to take advantage of someone. Like, if I had no scruples, The connection formed on the part of the client comes from a place of real and acute loneliness, where people are willing to pay a price of $85 an hour to be cuddled, touched. Marilyn says one important part of the oath is making sure that the cuddler, the provider of the touching, recognizes the power they have. When you create trust with someone by touching them, it affects their mood their hormones. Those manipulations can be used against lonely people. When people are touched, oxytocin rushes in. Warm feelings of being socially bonded are activated. It's known as the cuddle hormone. Touching has also been found to reduce anxiety, even if it's not with another human. Petting a dog, for example, can lower stress levels but not for everyone. It can happen so suddenly and you're not expecting it that your body just, or your your thoughts don't react quickly as your instinctual internal response reacts. And you don't get the opportunity to tell somebody to back away or you're too close because your mind races so quickly oh my God, somebody's touching me, somebody's so close to me, that that you kind of lose sight of being able to speak. The name for what Michael Bergen has is halphophobia, an extreme fear of being touched. Most of us know that our largest organ is our skin, and it covers 22 square feet, or 2 square meters. That's about the size of a doorway. For a small percentage of the population, like Mike Bergen, being touched by another person is a traumatic experience. Mike, who used to work in a cancer center, has always felt panic when anyone, even family members, wanted to touch him. He wrote a blog post explaining his halphophobia for the cancer center's website. It was an attempt to explain to the patients who had just learned good news or bad why he couldn't hug them. Physical touch causes Mike Bergen anxiety. Hugging and cuddling gives Marilyn Reed purpose in her own life and for others. My ideal moment is when I'm stressing out with a job that is about conflicts and really hard, and then I have one hour cuddle, and then it's beneficial for me. (laughs) And the person who's crying in my arms, there's this feeling of, I'm grateful to have this role in the universe that I'm helping these people. So for me, it really gives me energy. Mike's mother would tell stories how the only time he was a fussy baby was when he was being held 
And I found that remarkable that she would pick me up and hold me and, and try to rock me. And I would just cry and cry and cry and not want to be held. But as soon as she laid me down in the crib, I was content. And so I think that is really remarkable that uh, I think it's just something that's ingrained in me and that uh, I was born with. For Michael Bergen, touch triggers fear so extreme it is a physical discomfort. In a world where touch is so second nature for us, the need to make contact with another human being is automatic. For Mike Bergen, however, his inability to connect that way has created a loneliness that few people can understand. I realize there's there's a degree of oddness to this whole situation in comparison to the majority, but this is who I am, and I'm not going to change for anybody else, and I don't expect anybody else to change who they are for me. So I'll take the weird label as long as they do it from a few feet away. I'm okay with that. While the lack of touch and isolation have caused many to feel stressed and miss physical contact, Mike thinks it's actually helped some people understand him better, planting a seed that touching may not always be a good thing for everyone. Before she met Mike, Jessica, his wife, considered herself a people person who was easygoing and comfortable around everyone. But over the years, she has become isolated and lonely, as his fears have also affected her. I think that it's rubbed off on me. <laughs> I don't I don't feel like that I have this phobia, but I think that I definitely have, I don't come out of my shell as often, only just I think because I'm so used to being with him and He's not comfortable with it, so I don't really put myself out there a whole lot. Touch has been known to affect our decision-making process, how we spend our money, and even how to get people to do things. NBA teams that touch each other more, a pat on the back after a dunk, rack up more wins, according to a study at the University of California, Berkeley. Try this. Want a realtor to take your offer? Touch their arm. Before asking someone to wash the dishes or take out the garbage, honey, could you? Might work. What works even better is if you give them a quick hug. Studies have shown that servers who give diners a friendly touch earn more in tips, the so-called Midas touch. We spend more time browsing in stores if we get a gentle touch from a sales associate. The royal touch in our times indicates something is luxurious, like toilet paper. But in medieval times, up until the 18th century, the royal touch was a way for kings in France and England to showcase their divine powers. Their subjects with diseases like leprosy would line up to get touched by kings in order to get healed. Louis XIV of France once, it was said, touched 1,600 people on an Easter Sunday. 
but these days, monarchs are not to be touched. When then First Lady Michelle Obama in 2009 hugged the Queen of England, she technically breached royal protocol. A palace spokesperson said the Queen was fine with it. In her memoir, Becoming, Michelle Obama said she did it instinctively because the two of them were both tired women who had been in high heels all day. Different cultures have different levels of comfort with touch. Developmental psychologist Tiffany Field, the director of the Touch Institute at the University of Miami Medical School, has studied how French children starting in their preschool years are touched more than American ones. French mothers observed at McDonald's in Paris touch their preschoolers more than American mothers at McDonald's in Miami. What Professor Field found was that French children are less aggressive towards other children than their American counterparts. And Parisian teenagers observed at McDonald's touch each other more, while teenagers at the Miami McDonald's touch themselves more often, self-hugging, playing with their hair. Like the children observed, the teenagers in Paris were less aggressive with each other than those in Miami. There are some cultures where touching is not the norm, and some positions where it is even forbidden. Touch is not encouraged among the Thai people with each other, and members of the opposite sex are not allowed to touch the Thai monks. My eldest son always said that he actually offered his mother to the Buddha, and now he cannot touch me. For him, it's very important that he still needed hugging and loving but I could not do that because of being a monastic. The Venerable Damananda, the ordained name for Thailand's first female monk, was not born a monk, but she became one. And before she did, she was married, had children and grandchildren. Now she is the head of the only monastery in Thailand for women. Monastic rules means that it's forbidden for monks to be touched by members of the opposite sex to prevent the possibility of sexual desire. Even with her own sons, the abbess is not allowed to touch them or hold them. In private, away from the public possibly seeing and judging her for not adhering to sacred traditions as the spiritual head of her monastery, the monk permitted herself one exception to this tradition. She has held her great-grandson. But she only did it one time, after lots of preparation in her head for that moment of touching. My mind is very clear that it has nothing to do with sexual desire, but still, with respect to those who observe the Vinaya in a very traditional manner, The religion of Buddhism tends to have a negative attitude towards touching in general, says this monk, who spent decades before her ordination in 2001 as a professor of religious studies at one of Thailand's top universities. What this monk learned was touch is not only a spiritual and physical motion, it also reflected a geographical and cultural one. Years before she became a monk and before she became a professor, the Damananda was first a student. She left her home in Thailand to study at McMaster University in Canada. 
Coming from a warm, humid climate, no one in Thailand touched or hugged each other. In Canada, she was constantly being touched, and even though it made her uncomfortable, she didn't want to disrespect someone else's culture. It was one of the first times she learned about touch and connection. It didn't take years of study and spiritual practice for the abbess to learn that touch can mean everything, and also very little. She connected with the Canadians she met. They did it through touch. She did it by seeking to understand where her Canadian friends were coming from. More important than than physical touch is this the touch from the pure heart. When you touch people, sometimes there is no no meaning from inside. So that kind of touch does not mean anything. And we'll be right back. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, 
Over the Centuries, The Creation of Adam by Michelangelo in the Sistine Chapel has become a symbol of a near touch. Most of us can see that painting clearly in our mind. God looks determined to touch a bored-looking Adam, who can barely lift his own hand in response to God's outstretched finger. One entity desires to touch another. That desire to touch what he created might have been the reason why Michelangelo preferred sculpting over painting. Carving is easy, he said. You just go down to the skin and stop. One of the best things a new mother or father can do is to have contact skin to skin with their newborns, says Tiffany Field, the head of the Touch Research Institute at the University of Miami. Gently but firmly touching a baby with slow strokes can improve their growth. In premature infants, it's especially important, Professor Field says. They gain weight faster, become more active, and more responsive if their skin is massaged. Investor Warren Buffett popularized the phrase skin in the game, but he's categorically denied inventing the phrase. For investment and business purposes, it indicates whether investors or owners of a company have a stake in the success of a venture. At outdoor basketball courts, pickup games often divide teams into shirts versus skins. One team keeps their shirts on, and the other is shirtless, an easy way on the court to know who's on your team. We use phrases like don't lose touch, keep in touch, stay in touch to mean we want to stay connected to someone. And if a situation is really dire, there's the idiom touch and go, which indicates something or someone is on the verge of death. In the 1970s, AT&T, which was under criticism for being a monopoly, used the word touch in one of its most famous ad campaigns, encouraging viewers to pick up the phone and make a long-distance connection to another person. Reach out and touch someone. Song titles use the word touch to evoke different meanings. Bruce Springsteen's human touch is how life and love can slip away, but every person wants to find some meaning behind loss. Dan Hill's Sometimes When We Touch, perennially hummable, uses touch as something painful and too honest to bear. And whenever Diana Ross sang one of her signature songs in her concerts, she encouraged the audience to reach out and touch somebody's hand. Then there's this one. Saggy pants, shuffle dance move, seven notes, you got this. MC Hammer's You Can't Touch This is more than 30 years old. The song came out in 1990, and in January of last year, the Hammer made a Super Bowl commercial for Cheetos to mark the anniversary of the song. The song can still cast people back to a different period in their lives. Remembering it, and we can get thrown back in time. Stop. Hammer time. Can you hear that riff? Thanks, Rick James. If you can see MC Hammer in those pants spinning and hear the song right now, what has happened is a combination of things, including embodied cognition and mental simulation. 
it's the idea that imagining a product cues up a lot of the same sensory dimensions that you would have while actually doing it. That's what marketing professor Adam Brazel at Boston College says. If I show you a picture of a bowl of ice cream, whether you're consciously aware of it or not, mentally you begin to simulate the act of eating that ice cream. We're in this weird space now where because we're shopping so much digitally, we're having these sort of simulated memories and mental simulations of these sensory experiences kind of played back in our own heads versus the actual experience itself. When the human body can't provide the direct sensory simulation to the mind, the brain fills in the gaps. It creates memories of and feelings of what it's supposed to be feeling at that point. Even though we can't touch a product, the memory of it can make it more attractive to consumers. Marketing research has found that the amount of people sitting in front of a desktop computer using a mouse and a keyboard to shop are the minority now. Most people use a touch-enabled device, like a trackpad or a touchscreen, to buy these days. Touchscreens have made using technology more instinctive. A child as young as three knows how to swipe or scroll or zoom in. These touch interfaces are incredibly intuitive because they map on to how we interact with the real world. And that has some, you know, good sides to it and potentially some bad sides to it. But it's a much simpler way to interact with technology. For the last 20 years, technology designed to replicate actual touch experiences have mostly failed, according to Professor Brazel. Systems to mimic texture or 3D computer mouse haven't taken off. What remains are the rigid glass-touch interfaces on our phones and tablets. Professor Brazel conducted a study that has found that using a touchscreen triggers a higher sense of ownership of an item than buying something using a mouse and keyboard. So did we invent the touchscreen because our loneliness and our craving to be connected demand it? Or did the technology create that need? Maybe a chicken and egg sort of thing, where as what we demanded out of our portable electronic devices grew, you know, with the explosion of Wi-Fi and mobile data, uh, the ability of a traditional, you know, old BlackBerry-style interface for the device increasingly wasn't enough. You know, so we almost had to invent something like a touchscreen to deliver a screen size that allowed us to do what we wanted to do on something that could still actually fit into our pockets. Touchscreen on our phones can't replace human contact, of course. But that connection can help us understand our loneliness, even for people who don't like to be touched, like Mike Bergen. Human contact may be stressful for him, but human connection was still something he wanted. After his post, written to ward off hugs from strangers, Mike was contacted by strangers. They didn't want to touch him, but they did want to share that they understood, and they had connected to what he was feeling. He learned he wasn't alone. I've 
through the blog that you found me on, I have been reached out to by many people who share the same problem. And it's been really remarkable touching base with people from all over the world who have been dealing with this. Touch matters and is normal. But even in a pandemic where cuddling a stranger can create safety concerns, Marilyn Reed believes that a connection, even one that is strictly professional, can become a personal experience. When she can do her job, it makes her feel less lonely to know that what she does has purpose. So for me, professional cuddling is this kind of meditation that you connect with the good in every human that exists. For people who are living on their own, touch can be as simple as connecting to what's around you, grounding you. Touch researcher Tiffany Field recommends that if you are by yourself and there is no one right now at this moment who can give you a hug or a massage, there are ways that you can still have touch in your life. Take off your slippers or your shoes and socks. Walk around barefoot. The sensory receptors in your feet are activated even between skin and a floor. Touch is contact and connection. It's that connection that the abbess in her monastery in Thailand tries to do even when she won't allow touch. She is choosing not to touch, but that doesn't mean she is isolating herself away from others. The choice to touch and be with others has been taken away for many during the pandemic. Very hurtful to imagine that you are being separated from your own family members. So we have to focus now on the touching with the true meaning from your heart. Touching, she believes, can't solve loneliness. But it is a powerful sensation that anyone who can connect with anyone can do. To touch someone makes us realize that we may be alone, but we are alone together. Alone Together was directed by Callie O'Reilly. The theme music is by Ian Lefevre and Ari Posner. The engineer, Jeff Devine. Producers are Debbie O'Reilly and Guillermo Serrano. I'm Peg Fong, the writer and host. Don't lose touch. We're always here on social media, at Apostrophe Pod. This series is executive produced by Terry O'Reilly. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 